I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oi. The boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking bitch and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty booty. It's time to get this party started. It's the booty booty. It's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jimmy, JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty booty. It's time to get this party started tonight. You're listening to Footy Prime News and Dubs. Your one-stop destination for footy news and dubs. Yeah, that's Amy Walsh. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. When you did that interview at last week, there was a picture of you interviewing somebody on the sidelines. Was it a yeah. day before or at the Big O or something? You had these uh, shoes on, Doc Martens or something? Uh, yeah, what are you trying to say, Greg Forrest? <laughs> well, it's not really... I'm clinging to my youth. Speaking of vanity. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, not so Doc vain. Martin. I oh, love that's Doc Martin. right. Okay. No, it's true. It's it's not really my thing. Like I, I do wear kind of fancier shoes when when the occasion calls for it, but I want to be comfortable. But I think looking at at the gray hair, I think I don't feel old, and gray hair makes me think that I am old. So I'm not quite mm. there yet, and maybe that that's a that's a me thing. I don't know, but it's also a cultural thing that you guys don't really have to deal with. Well, I, Jimmy's gone started to go in gray, and I'm going gray all of a sudden. I didn't I'm gray, gray before. Nineteen. Were you? Yeah, but it, it's somehow like a dignified thing when you're talking about men, and for women, it's not. Don't you think? Distinguished. There is there is that. I'm not going to argue that. Yes, mm-hmm. there is that, but. Welcome to Footy Prime, everybody. This is Wonger. <laughs> Welcome to the gray zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's Wonger's after hours show That's, that he hosts. This is, oh my God. Because with Greg that knows. voice, you're doing something in the after hours. <laughs> Greg, Greg, Greg knows uh, it was the beginning of NCAA uh, tournament, which we've been doing for 25 years. Did a paper, scissors, rock tournament. Uh, rock, I won, paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> um, Dave Amber from Hockey Night in Canada won. No, yes, he won. Come on, 16 guys in the tournament. Dave won. He, him and Sugar, Craig. So, you know, Sugar and Dave were in the final. So, good. It was an exciting day yesterday, the day before St. Pa- so, happy St. Patty's Day, everybody. We were talking about how Irish we were. Uh, Amy said something filthy, and then we're not going to play that, but we're going <laughs> to allude to it. We're going to allude to it. And I also want to thank... I am looking thank... forward... Sorry, Wonger. Oh, I'm looking ahead. forward to a black and tan later. Ooh. St. Patty's Day drink. Yeah. So we've got to figure out... I also want to thank um, our boy, Jeff Cole, who put together a f- the most... If you guys haven't listened to the podcast on Wednesday... It is the all of his openings, and it's hilarious. So do yourself a favor and do that. Uh, Sharms is still away. He's uh, on the last gasps of his 
Jamaica trip. Uh, Craig, Jimmy, Amy, JC's in the corner, and we're here to talk footy prime. So we wake up this morning, and what do we see? Patrick Vieira sacked. Craig, Craig had a stat that was so interesting, and I thought, I honestly thought he was doing okay. I did too. Yeah. They had a, quite a stretch of bad, you know, really tough games. They're going to go into a pretty good stretch now. Um, and yeah, they've struggled a little bit for sure. What, what was the stat you shared with Amy and us on the, uh, on the, on the dark web? Um, well, the, the uh, average managers, uh, well, 92 professional clubs. We'll start with that. Yeah. The average manager will last for one year, 172 days. Jesus Christ. And in the Premier League right now, they're averaging two years and four days. But if you take Klopp and Pep out of the equation, because they've been the combined 13 years, you're down to about a year 169 for Premier League managers. So this is a the world they, they live in. To Jimmy's, Jimmy's always saying you're, you're hired to get fired, right? To hang on? Yeah, you are. That's you why are. I said, why the hell did you get your coaching license? <laughs> I don't know. I regret it now because it's useless. Yeah. Good luck being a useless around here. Old with a pair of tits. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you could have been a doctor. I could have been a, for as long as it took me to get it. Yeah. But looking looking at Palace, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The games that they've played over the last whatever nine games, it's been Chelsea, Man U, Newcastle, Brighton. Brentford, Liverpool, all these teams that have been above them. Man City, Arsenal. And then they, well, they got Arsenal next, but then yeah. after that, then they've got all the teams that are under them. Mm-hmm. Then they go in a spell where they play Leicester, Leeds, Southampton, Everton, Wolves. So whoever's coming in now, they, they've got to run there where they've got to pick up the points. And maybe that's why they, they end up sacking them at this point, thinking, well, we're playing teams that are underneath us. Maybe we get some fresh blood in here and, little bit more energy and pick up these points for survival. But at the same time, they never did support him for the last two transfer windows. No. Jesse Marsh is actually favorites by the bookies, by the way, to take over from there. So talk about energy. He'll he'll definitely definitely give you that. But Vieira was very well liked around there too. I'm very, I'm I'm surprised. And generally sacking managers does not uh, make a difference for the most part. But there's 11 games left. Is that where we're where we are in the league? Yeah. So I know Marsh. Who was he rumored after he got sacked by Leeds to replace? I don't think he considered it really because then that puts him in a position where you're you're hamstrung kind of from the get go, right? With what you're able to do and the pressures on, right? So it's this, as you were saying, I think in your in your message that you sent, Craig. It's this this fear of of relegation and all the money that exists in, in the Premier League, and you want to you wanna stay up. I wonder if, though, if you looked at, Jimmy, the teams that you listed off and the teams that are traditionally in the top, and then the teams that maybe bounce back and forth or near the bottom, I wonder if the teams that are sort of middling, that are consistent, but maybe aren't getting the Champions League money, maybe aren't going to Europa League, but maybe is there more consistency? Like, I'd like to see the stats on how long those managers last, because there's not really – Maybe the temptation to spend to be the best, but they're not in danger of relegation. Yeah, yeah. they tend. They, they tend. Well, I mean, the averages are there. It doesn't matter whether, it, like I said, it's Paul, uh, Pep and Klopp. But I think yeah. one of the big issues too, other than just relegation, is that the social media plays a big part now. Uh, the mm. media plays a big part. Uh, if you can keep them on your side for as long as you can, you've got a better chance because generally fans that want the manager to stick around for a while aren't the ones screaming and yelling, right? They're not the noisy, noisy ones. So I think that plays a factor too, but it's unfortunate. I, I didn't see that one coming. Not that one. Not yet. <laughs> no, I agree with you. And I think there's certain clubs, like you look at Thomas Frank at Brentford, you know what? They just want to survive. Stay in that Premier League. You know, they know they're, they're not getting going into Champions League. They can't compete, but... And I think that's why he's been so successful as well, because he stayed, he's had opportunities to leave as well. Didn't want to leave because he's in a great position right now. And that's why he's been there for so long. The same with that, when Marco Silva as well at Fulham, he's doing great there. Why would he ever want to leave Fulham right now? Yeah. In a few years there, you just got to survive. That's it. Remember last year, 
after 11 games, there was five managers already sacked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy man. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. You lose three or what? Vieira's lost three of his last four. A couple of draws before that. Um, then you have other guys where you look at uh, what Nottingham Forest are doing. They actually gave Cooper a long a con, an extension on his contract. They've already stuck with him. Yeah. But overall, like I said, statistically, firing managers doesn't add to better performances. The bottom line is you're stuck with the players you've got. Mm-hmm. Have you guys... Is the outward been- appearance, though, maybe, sorry, Wong, is the outward appearance no, maybe that you're even if you haven't spent in the windows that you're doing something that you're being proactive. So maybe it keeps the, the, the fans negativity at bay a little have bit. Either of you guys, more time. Have either of you guys been on all three of you been on a team that got a turnaround when a manager got fired and a new one came on? Has there ever been a success story in your careers? Mm, not immediately not for not for being fired and coming in to steady the ship that has never happened before one of the most disappointing ones was john lyle at ipswich he got us promoted kept us in the premier league for three years just on the back of him i couldn't say that about any other manager that i was ever been with a fantastic guy and then he gets sacked and you know george birdie came in and, and eventually did quite well but not out of the gates we were well, yeah. well, and truly relegated. I had David David Platt at Forest, and uh, when he got fired, Paul Hart came in, and there was a difference right away. Mm-hmm. Difference right away in the dress room on the pitch. And that and must have felt good, though, Jimmy. Like having that difference. No. Yeah, there was. You know, I think he butted heads with quite a few players. I mean, he bought me. He bought me from from Bristol City. Um, you know, and uh, I think cheaply, was, right? Cheaply, yes, very cheaply. <laughs> <laughs> very cheaply. <laughs> and uh, and then when Paul Hart took over, you know, he 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 came in, he got rid of a lot of players, moved players on, and, and brought in a lot of younger guys, and we 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 had a good team after that. But it took a little bit of time. And then when I was at Bristol City, I had five managers in five years. Wow. How is that for the team morale? I just get on with it. Yeah, you just get on with it. Exactly. That's all you can do. Yeah. Uh, next one's in. Let's see what this guy's like. Yeah. Hopefully he likes you. Yeah. Amy, you got to hope, though, good... that. No. Did, I, I did, don't. You didn't have anything? I... Coaches change, even at university or even national team, anything like that? No. Playing pro team, in the States? I really only had three coaches. Yeah. Um, I didn't really truly play pro for, for long enough. I wasn't there um, for long enough at any club for there to be movement in, in the coaching staff. I was the one who was moving and it was, I'm sick it of was you not renewed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you as an international, you stink. You're out. But that was my reality. Um, no, with the national team, I had Neil Turnbull at first and then uh, Evan Pellerud for the bulk of my career and then briefly mm-hmm. with Carolina Marace at the, the tail end of my career. So I, I, didn't, I didn't really live that. But it must be difficult. Like if, if you're a fringe player or you're a bubble player um, and then a new coach comes in and if, if there's a change in tactics, a complete um, overhaul in terms of the philosophy of play. You think maybe you're hopeful initially, you're like, okay, well, I wasn't getting playing time under this coach. Maybe I'll get it here. Or conversely, a coach comes in and it's a similar philosophy of play. And you just think, well, fuck me. Like I'm never going to get a crack at this thing. I don't yeah. know. Did you guys ever, ever feel that depending on who the, who the gaffer was that was coming in? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It was, a, it was always a bit of a mystery and a bit of a lottery and, it was always a new lease of life too. If you were, you're that person who was, Hey, I yeah. haven't been able to yeah. the game and uh, this is a fresh start. And if that doesn't work, let's hope he gets fired and bring in another guy. <laughs> That's yeah. right. You hope the turnover is even quicker. Like yeah. <laughs> well, someone likes me. Jimmy, you had five gaffers in five seasons. Yep. How did you approach that as a, a professional? I know you're a professional but in your brain, you're like going, 
oh, is this a new start or fuck me, another dude, another guy that I have to <laughs> impress, right? Oh, it's, <laughs> what the hell? Normally, normally when the guy's getting fired, it's because the team is shit and you're not playing well. Right. But you're hoping a new guy comes in with different tactics and philosophy and style of play. Um, when and- the fifth guy comes in and you're still at the club, you're the fucking common denominator. Yeah, he's blaming you. <laughs> Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Brennan's fault. Yeah. <laughs> but not not always is the team chip when you get fired. Let's, you can be in playoffs and get fired. To, let's move this guy to TFC. Get him out of here. Yeah. Get him the fuck out. Yeah. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Um, I wanted to talk about, and this is what uh, Amy brought up, Janine Becky had an incident and we don't know what's going on right yeah nothing has been announced by the thorns um Uh i think usually they're they're fairly proactive with this sort of stuff um i did not see it live i wasn't watching the game but i i i heard chatter about it i caught up on it spoke to a few people and saw the still of or the, the photo of 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 the incident itself and, you know, one of these, I don't know if you can call it non-contact because she was reaching in for the ball. Um, it wasn't her stance leg. So most of her weight was on her left leg and she was reaching with her right leg. And that's the leg I, I believe that the injury um, was sustained and it looks like her knee and she was seen exiting on crutches and a brace and stuff like that. Imaging, I think, was happening yesterday, but but no news, but this is, again, it adds to this rash of injuries, not only that our women's national team is, is currently dealing with, and a, spe- a team that was had so much depth all of a sudden in the attack. And Janine can kind of play anywhere. And for me, she's the, the engine of, of this team. You look at where the goals are going to come from, it's, it's, it's Christine. But then more and more, I think, scoring by committee, it still continues to be an issue, but Janine can, can play in that wing back position, she can play as a winger. She's Bev's even utilized her as a number 10, I think less successfully, but she can really, she's like a wild card. You can use her anywhere, but she's kind of the first name on that team sheet. So I just hope that it's not, um, I don't even want to say the, the, the three words or the three letters. Mm-hmm. Hope it's not a, a, a terrible um, season ending knee injury. You hope it's just something mild that it's a sprain and she'll be okay for, for the world cup. But then I'll let you guys speak to, to, to Janine, but it, it, if, if you pull back and you look at the what's happening in the women's game and these injuries, these, these ACL injuries, there's, there's the word that I didn't want to utter. Um, if the same thing happened in the men's game. So now that's Marta in the last year, Medima, Mead, Kristen press, um, Marcezan for for Germany, like the similar um, players and w- with clout and and real star power in the men's game. That would be like Messi, Mbappe, Hakimi, Rashford, Salah, Kane. Like you go down the line, Neymar. I know he's out with an ankle injury, but that would be this the equivalent in the men's game. So this is like a, a, a critical issue happening in in the women's game now. And I don't want to be premature and add Janine to that. But it, it's a real issue. Like it's, it's a, we're at a critical point now where the research has to catch up with the professionalization of the women's game to make sure that these women are supported and protected so that they can perform um, to their, their, their utmost ability. But they, they yeah. know that they're not going to be getting these, these could be career ending. Where that's what we're seeing with that, the German international player who is one of the best midfielders in the game. She retires prematurely she won't be participating in in this summer's world cup but it's but it's a it's a real systemic issue in the women's game it is uh, amy i mean i know that there there is statistics out there about the percentages of women to men getting acl injuries mm-hmm. and it's significantly higher yeah uh, maybe we should get alex mckechnie some of that to be able to talk more about sort of why that is but it definitely is a factor uh, it doesn't matter whether it's football. It doesn't matter whether it's skiing. It's just more susceptible for the women. I didn't see it live. I, did, I certainly didn't see it. E- I saw the photo that you put out. Uh, I did read a little bit about it, and that kind of worries me because she went down in a lot of pain. So yeah. that's what really, really concerns me, and I hope we find out uh, some good news uh, in the next 24 hours or so. But 
And to what you're talking about there, Craig, with the percentage, I think it's to do with the with the Q angle, if I'm not mistaken. So that's the angle from the hips. Um, so the uh, woman's pelvis is wider than the man's pelvis, typically, um, yeah. depending, you know, if you're a man with childbearing hips, it could be maybe you Wong or you can speak to that. I, I, I have, I have huge, <laughs> huge childbearing <laughs> hips, and I appreciate you for bringing that up. Yes, no problem. So, no, yeah, yeah that's different. Amy, if that's something, too, if you look at, I mean, if you're just looking at the body types of the individuals, fuck off, Dan. You two. <laughs> <laughs> trying to have a serious conversation here. You're well, fucking Amy you. throws out that line. I got to. Gonna have some fun with it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be staring at those hips today, like, all day, yeah. all day. At hips big don't time. Come here, Dan. Come here, Jimmy don't and I are gonna get it on. Let's talk about whatever pops up. We need JC with a Shakira take on this one. With the hips don't lie for longer. Yeah. <laughs> How many Greg, women do you that you played with, or even on this national team, have had knee problems? A lot. Yeah, I'm sure loads. And, I, and I've unfortunately been on the field, whether it's professionally, national team uh, or club, where you've heard that fucking terrible pop and then Ugh. the scream of pain. Oh, you're gross. Um, yeah, it ha- happened, to, happened to Cara. Mm. Oh, and yeah, it, she Cara. Had, it happened to the same knee again. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Just, I remember it, when it's Cara... an absolutely devastating injury. It Cara Lang, right? Just don't Cara Lang. She remember <laughs> yeah, she, sorry. she tried to make a comeback as well, which I think some doctor mm-hmm. said, you know, because she stood aside from the game. I know she did some stuff even with us for qualifying for 2012 yep. at Sportsnet at the tournament in Vancouver. She was excellent. That was a lot of fun, and the team were really good with her. That's something that's very memorable for her and for us, actually. But uh, she decided, and I guess somebody convinced her to, that she could potentially make a comeback i know she worked mm-hmm. really really hard i think she was in quebec somewhere wasn't she for like a she year was in or montreal so. yep yeah so and then uh, she selfishly made... for me i got to see her a lot yeah oh nice and then mm-hmm. i think it was her was it her first time she was basically on the pitch full-on contact she went across the ball and blew it out yeah Something i don't know like if that. at that point she she re-injured it right away when like cause it was john who convinced her to come back and then she came to Montreal because she was, um, that's where some physiotherapists here who under B210, which is a company that, that supports kind of the COC and high level athletes, they were sort of helping her to, to get back on the field and to, and to return to fitness. But I mean, talking about uh, premature retirement, like did, did we ever see Cara at her peak? Could, no. you know, could be argued that we didn't. And, you know, she, she will go down as, as one of the best players in Canadian women's soccer history. And we maybe didn't see her play at her potential because of these devastating knee injuries that she suffered mm-hmm. twice at least. So, so yeah, so it's, it's going back. There are programs in place. I know FIFA ran programs like prehab, activation, plyometric programs that um, are meant to strengthen all of the muscles around your knee, your quad muscle, quad muscles, your VMO, like that, that, that medial muscle in your, in your quad that's supposed to be protective, but also your hamstrings. So your deceleration muscles. Um, So not just acceleration, but what's happening when you're making those quick directional changes. Um, And then usually when you look at the, we're talking about percentages, it's, it's away from the ball. Like so many times I've Mm -hmm. seen, ACL injuries where there's nobody around. It's not a challenge. It's not a 50, 50 someone's crossing a ball and then they just scream in pain and fall over. Or it's one of these directional changes. Or again, um, as we saw with Janine and, and I, I want to say that we don't know what the results are. And again, I'm hoping against hope that it's not this, but that it's not where you have most of the weight. It's, it's sometimes either it's a change, your feet get stuck. Turf can also play an issue. I know the Thorns were playing on turf. I think the incidences of, of, uh, of ACL are higher on, on artificial turf. Yeah. So there's, there's lots of things that we still have to um, kind of carve out in, in the space of women's football and, and do better for these, for these athletes so that they're better supported and we can keep the, the talented players, the ones that we want to see, we can keep them playing. And healthy and fit. Hmm. Well, it's is Marta out for the tournament, Amy? I, 
No, she's back. So she ah. made her return in the She Believes Cup. And she's yeah, back playing with, uh, okay, with okay. Orlando. Yeah, but she had been out um, the previous year. So she's just kind of starting to come back. Right. She's getting on now, too, isn't she? She's been around for a long time. She's like Christine. So they just keep on going. Yeah, <laughs> be really careful, brilliant. Craig Forrest. What are you saying? You're saying she's old? Yeah. yeah one old, one, old an person, one old person hey. to another. Hey, wait a minute. I was talking about you. I was talking about Martha. Look at you, a little touchy. Okay. Little yeah, touchy. Little little touchy. touchy. No, I know. Normally you get my gray hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the gray hairs coming in. When you start to Jimmy, he looks like a skunk. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. He is Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> <laughs> Bonjour, hey, Jerry. The, that, oh, I love, that was a dirty, dirty cartoon, wasn't it? Yeah. He's trying to have sex with a cat. The, the shoe, They're the different shoe species. Longer. They're different species. He didn't know he was a skunk. He was trying to have sex with a cat. Yeah, but to They're be fair, it's oh, like being longer, trying to, be to fair. have. She, have you seen that cat? Damn. I mean, I just the same person all the time. JC. Yeah. Come Spicy. on, Yeah. <laughs> It's like ordering. me and my childbearing Midnight hips. Grimsby. Yeah, you and your childbearing <laughs> feline hips. <laughs> yep. Everyone's going to be after me today, Jimmy. Just remember oh, yeah. that. Hey, uh, about an hour ago, Craig put me onto this. Champions League draw. Here the I want I want to I'm going to read them and then you guys tell me what you think. <clears throat> Excuse me. Real Madrid. It's a beauty. Chelsea. Real Madrid, Chelsea. Ooh. Inter Milan, Benfica. Whoa. City, Bayern, Munich. Ooh. I know. And then AC Milan and Napoli. Like, this Ooh. is spectacular. And the only one that's really sticking out to me is Chelsea. <laughs> because me, I can't City believe Bay. they're there. Bayern is awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's uh, Obviously, that's the one you want to watch. But these other ones are spectacular lineups. Napoli, Craig. You were throwing Napoli out in our dark web. They're playing yeah. amazing. And Insigne's hurt yeah. at yeah, was, 15 million a year. Yeah. And they're bringing in another guy at about the third of the price. Yeah. Vard Maradona. They thought they were replacing Insigne. They actually replaced Maradona for fuck's sake. <laughs> the guy's on fire. Yeah. Yeah, but the, one the of the cruiser. interesting things about this is that the semifinals are already picked too. So if, say, Man City managed to get past Bayern or Bayern get past City, they got to play the winner of Chelsea and Real Madrid. Wow. That's a that's a tough run into the final. Tough run. There's no easy runs, though, is there? Not at this stage. Even for the quarterfinals. You know, I, I was thinking, Jimmy, you've said very little today. Is this because of the hangover? It's Is this the Charms hangover you've got going today? Because I've got a little bit of that. No, I mean, I was listening. I told you when, when Amy starts talking about certain things with women, I start to listen because I need to know more about it. <laughs> and I can't contribute to it about women and ACLs. Yeah, or relationships. You can contribute to relationships. <laughs> because I don't understand it. <laughs> You're a punching bag today, Jimmy. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, Peppy. Uh, That's right. Amy, you were going to go on Pep, about Bayern. And then there's Peppy. <laughs> yeah, you were going to go on about Bayern. You were going to talk about Bayern and, uh, and Man City. I, well, I mean, I just think those are the two teams probably prior to the draw that you think are going are gonna to make it to the final. And now here they are in a, in a big name yeah. clash. Yeah, like I think yeah, that's uh, going to be an outstanding game. Yeah, but uh, those two would you know, not want to play against each other. What's that? Those two would not want to play against each other in the quarters. That's no. a that's a final. That's final on its own. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it gives a couple other clubs. I mean, Napoli, some new faces in there that we haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, Benfica always surprising with the rotation of yeah. players and. Well, I also, I do, I have to say, I, I am very, I like the, that there's a lot of leagues being represented too. That in the quarters that there's a, you know, a, a, a team from Portugal uh, across, you know, like all of a sudden you're like, oh, 
everyone's kind of represented there and it, it, mm-hmm. it makes it fun because if if it's all premier league or all spanish league you know there's that or germans I, it just kind of loses a bit of it because you're like oh those are the best teams best leagues they're always going to be there this actually gives it a real kind of spice I think so too, Dan. I don't think any league in, in the way that our Premier League is right now, they are a super league, whether we like it or not. They out-muscle everybody, except for a couple of the giants. Um, but outside that, the league is so powerful. I don't think that's healthy for football. I think there should be a, a mix. It's quite cyclical over years. You, you know, the Italian league, Serie A was the best. Yeah. The league is consistent in what it's done, but it's uh, it moves around, and it probably will again. We might even see a super league, but... There's also another draw, Europa League draw. Manchester United get Sevilla. Ooh. Ooh. Sevilla aren't doing particularly well in the Liga, but holy shit, do they do well in the Europa League? <laughs> so, Juventus sporting Lisbon, Feyenoord Roma. They mm-hmm. were using against St. Gallion. And the Europa League, or the uh, Europa Conference, if anybody's interested and knows what the fuck that is, uh, <laughs> West Ham have Ghent. West Ham what? Ghent. <laughs> I've been I, to I Ghent. Had a, I, had I like a, Ghent. I, I had about a Ghent the other day. About a Ghent. <laughs> yeah. I drank yeah. beer in Ghent. It's fantastic. Where's Ghent? It's in uh, Belgium. 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 Oh, never been to yeah. Belgium. Oh, it's fantastic. It is. That's it's beautiful. beautiful this time yeah. Yeah. I love Zurich. <laughs> uh, so, so good. So good and dumb all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> is that hangover giggle you got there, Wonger? Oh, I know. Well, I also want to bring up... Um, and I didn't put this on our rundown, but it's very important. Our MLS teams are up. Uh, TFC, Montreal, and Vancouver are all playing really heavyweights this week, or at least teams that are doing, clubs that are doing well this week. Um, our friend in Montreal, is where me? is it? Saint Lambert? Saint Lambert, that's you. Yeah, that's you over there. That's you, Amy. Saint Hilaire. Saint Hilaire. Uh, what's going on with Montreal? They still, they still haven't scored, right? Yeah, and it's not looking good against against the Union to try to get one. And it's not yeah, really Philadelphia. Yeah, so Philly wins uh, in in CCL convincingly, um, and Joaquin Torres, who was sort of a peripheral player last year, is doing outstanding for the union as kind of a super sub, this Maisie kind of dribbler and gives them an element that they didn't really have adding to a team. I think 90% of of their minutes and points are back this year for the union, but they've looked underwhelming in MLS since their opening game where they won four one and they since lost inter Miami and kind of looked a little bit lackluster, but um, I'm more concerned, less with the opponent and more with uh, when are we going to see the identity of this team? When are we going to see kind of the hallmarks of play that we're supposed to see under Hernan Lasada in, uh, in this new era? Um, so he's a team, he, he says, uh, as a coach and as a team, they love to attack. You know, well, you could have fooled me calling, <laughs> calling last weekend's game, just devoid of any creativity and imagination in the final third. They were pedestrian. They were apathetic, just absolutely listless in the attack. So that's a concern for me because he says we're getting chances. I haven't seen chances since Miami, the opening game, where they maybe lacked a little bit of cohesiveness in terms of their buildup play, but at least they were getting the grade A chances. We haven't seen that since. So that's a big concern, and Kamal Miller's out. Right. So that's – Yep. So they're going to have to shuffle like the back line at least has looked solid. And Jonathan Sirwa coming in, a uh, young goalkeeper has done great um, replacing um, James Pantemis, who goes down with that shoulder injury. Um, so that was a concern, but that's looked good. It's the offensive spark that's really missing for this team. So might not get the W, which is fine. I just want to see some tries on goal and I want to see some link up play and I want to see them getting dangerous in front of the net. We did. Uh, I did last show. I think I quoted you, and you were saying 
they lacked urgency. You use some other great adjectives there, but yes, in I, general, I said, I th- yeah. Explain that, that to me, was, and I don't yeah. understand that. Well, I, I think that was the quote I was talking specifically about Sean Rea, because Jimmy actually has some really good insight. But I said, hey, are you listening to the obscure English radio feed where I'm doing the color? Which he was not. He was watching TSN. The three people who were listening, though. <laughs> he was though, not. He was not. No, he, he was, definitely he was watching the, the boat show. Yeah, he definitely deck. wasn't, because he yeah, said, he was oh, watching Below Deck. I don't know French. And it was like, no, Jimmy, it was doing English. Oh, screw you, Jimmy Brennan. I'm on in English this week. Yeah. Not not a great friend. Not supportive. I'm listening now. (laughs) No, you're not. All you can do is listen. All you can do is listen to her. No, but I was saying the same thing about, about Rhea. He looked good in the first two games, but the game against and, and Lasada kind of, He's sticking with this um, this system where he's either deploying two strikers and a lone number 10 or attacking midfielder or a lone target man and then two kind of supporting number 10s. And when he was playing that role with Schwanier against Austin, the play was usually on Schwanier's side. So I thought, okay, well, now against Nashville, he's that lone number 10. It will give him more space, more flexibility, more freedom to kind of roam and find those little pockets. And when he was on the ball, because CF Montreal, at least in the first half, was successful in finding Kyoto defeat, a little bit less so with uh, Sanusi Ibrahim, the other attacking player. But Rhea was just that split second slow in when he did connect, when he was finding combination play, to slip those players in. He was he just wasn't quite at the level or at the speed of execution that he needed to be in. And and Jimmy just in our in, on the dark web and exchanging texts like hit the nail on the head like that he's he hasn't yet made that transition and it, maybe maybe he won't but I think that he has the pieces to do it but maybe Jimmy you can you can speak to that but that's definitely the missing element for CF Montreal is that that link player who's going to pull the strings on the attack. Yeah, because he he sees it too late when the window's open you've got to play it. And what he does is he'll see it, put his head down, then try to make contact, looks again. And by then it's, it's too late. Yep. You have to play what you see. That's what he needs to get in his game. And he doesn't have it. They're trying to get him behind, you know, even third man runs, but they need that person that can slip that ball through those gaps. And right now he's, he's too delayed. Yeah. He plays. And that's why that's what let them down. And there was a number of times where they were breaking forward. I thought, okay, here we go. But he just can't release it when it needs to be released. Yep. I will say in his defense, though, that there was very little in the way of, of those uh, unselfish runs to create space to drag defenders out to maybe yeah. m- make those windows a little bit bigger, give him more space to play in. But but you're right. I do agree with you that he was just taking too long. He was missing those windows of, of opportunity. Uh, but I just will say one last thing. Like Hernan Lasada in the postgame comments said, Nashville played the way that we want to play. So fucking do it. Like, so I know, I know that they're, they're, they're really, you know, um, hit with injuries, rash of injuries. Um, so their depth is affected, but like, you know, Ramel Kyoto, you're, you're a leader out there. You had 15 goals, six assists last year. Like, let's go. Where's, where's the spark on, on the attack. Um, if you want to go quick and transition, do it. They're putting their foot on the ball and they're going slow. And sorry, wrong, wrong. I forgot to answer it. Where's the urgency? So there's mm. there's no tempo in their game at all. So you can't always go quick, but when you have the space to go quick, and that's supposedly one of the 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 tenets of your of the philosophy of play, go fucking go. It, it doesn't really seem like they're completely engaged. It's like they're just going through the motions out on out on the pitch. And uh, he obviously Herrera is 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 a big burly guy that that's got pace. Um, not super speedy, can put in the consistent runs, but there's there's no spark from them. And I just I know that it's there, or you hope that it's there. I just want to see a little bit of it because right now there's no glimmers. There's nothing. I'd be interested to know uh, what the the supporters feel about these night games. Uh, PSC got another late game. It's going to be a nice afternoon uh, around one degree, and then they're going to play at five degrees again. I guess the New deal with Apple is obviously they're calling the shots. And when these games are going on, I, I take it because it, it's something that we usually see in Toronto, at least uh, the afternoon kickoffs on a Saturday. But 
So something looks as though it's changed there. Jimmy, what do you what's going on with TFC with Insigne? That guy looks like he's not going to play for another month and a half. Looks like something like that. Yeah, it doesn't um, look good, does it? Give give me a little insight on what's going on there, because I, I don't I don't know too much about what what his situation is and when he's, he's going to be back. But you know they they've got another another tough match again tomorrow against uh, Inter Miami, who's a, who's a very very good team. Um, but the problem is with them in the second half. That's when they they tend to concede. That's when they lose the game, and they need to smarten up in the in the in the second half and and see game out. You know, DC they they were winning, conceded two goals in the 90th minute. Like that that can't happen. Mm-hmm. It cannot happen. And then again, you know, the last match they go up, they score in the 25th minute, and again concede in the second half. Atlanta they concede again in the second half. So. They, they've just got to see three games out. You know, it's not a 50-minute game. It's a 90-minute match. and They've got to be more organized and disciplined coming come second half of matches. So I'd like to see them finish off games the way that they start them. So Amy, Amy wants to shake people. You want to. Sorry about my, that's my drinking <laughs> voice. Amy wants to shake people. Jim, Jimmy wants to uh, tell people to smarten up. Craig. I know we put you in this space to be the um, white caps. <laughs> Let's go caps. Who do they got? They got a tough match as well. They do. They've got LAFC. But oh, I know they got the galaxy. They have the galaxy. Sorry. They got galaxy. Um, you, I know you're shaking your head because you haven't. What's your, what's your, any, any insight on, uh, on Vancouver? No. All right. Thank you very much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he doesn't want to do it. When they when they start when they win a game, I'll I'll have a look, but <laughs> well I think after the after the international break, it'll be uh, CF Montreal versus Whitecaps. That'll yeah. Oh, that'd be a barn burner. <laughs> <laughs> well, interesting enough though, um, CONCACAF Nations League. Had some. Or, <laughs> sorry, sorry your voice cap. is ridiculous right now. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I've been drinking. A, I drank a lot. It's St. Patty's <laughs> Day. I'm already drinking. Concacaf <laughs> Champions <laughs> League. Sorry, I'm getting the. I'm getting it right. But this Haitian team, who beat Austin, is that it? And knocked yeah, out. I think so. A yeah, knocked out like. I'm just, I'm sitting there going, this shouldn't happen to a Premier League, to an MLS team, correct? Correct. So where is the consistency with a lot of these clubs? There is none, or are they, I, I, this is this is what's always confusing to me with the MLS. Yeah, it's football. Yeah. It's football. You Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah. Anything yeah, can happen on yeah. But I We're think done. it's also sure how, heavily, how heavily invested you want to be in the CCL. You qualify for it, mm-hmm. but then you saw it last year with CF Montreal. They had a similar start, but it's because they were straddling league play and CCL, and it's draining. It's lots of travel. It's lots of games. You have to have mm-hmm. the depth to be able to rotate, and it was a really heavily rotated Austin side that lost 3-0 to that team. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, how – how heavily invested can you be based on your, based on your squad? And, and is there a willingness to be? That's the other thing. Look right. at what Forrest did. Forrest got the last 16 and they, and they actually had a pretty good tie against uh, a top Mexican opposition. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess we'll see it that sort of flipped, flipped on its head with, um, what is it called again? The league's cup this summer, like when Liga MX is going to be in their preseason against MLS and we'll see really how committed both leagues are. Oh, that's interesting. Format. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Um, it's time. Are you ready? Yes, DJ Mellow D. It's for D Pigs. It's for D Pigs. It's for D Pigs. On Footy Friday. And I also, after Footy Picks, I've said, uh, I, we have a new s- segment that we're going to introduce that is called What to Watch for the in 
this week. I don't know if Craig and Jimmy did it, but I, I'm sure our on on uh, news and dubs that Amy did. But uh, the game for footy picks, footy picks, it's, it's okay. <laughs> Very good, Amy. <laughs> I love that. I love that she knows it. That's so good. Um, I listen. I know you listen, but uh, it's just that that I, we've heard that people love singing along to that song. Like uh, Bergman said, he was with his kids, and then all of a sudden he's singing the song with his kid in the back of the back of the car. That's amazing. Thought, well, it's all of GT stuff, right? Like last episode. You yeah. moved too quickly before I didn't get a chance to weigh in. But JC, stellar stuff. Baby J. Baby J. <laughs> Finally, I have that nickname. So funny. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it's uh, Forest Newcastle was the game that I went, oh, my God, that's an exciting, fun match. It's, yes. And I want to hear from you, Jimmy, about it. Like, what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to give you the – you talk. I'm going to give you the – North Star bets uh, line on this. I will take a. Uh, I'll take a draw. You're gonna take a draw on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your your forest team has been playing really well. I mean, we're at home and we're not. We're good at yeah. home. But Newcastle is a. Right away. They're, good, they're a good squad. I'm gonna take a draw. Okay, I'm going to grab those numbers right now. So am I putting that down? How much am I putting down? Six bucks again? <laughs> I love when you put money on. All right. I'm putting six yeah. bucks. I got plus 280. So we're going to win. We could potentially win uh, $22.80. That'll Ooh. put our grand total onto about. We're almost, almost at zero. Wow. So we're getting oh. up there again. Wow. Well, Wait, here's the head? other thing is. No, 280 I, I spent it all on things <laughs> on <Sorry>. furniture. <laughs> uh, plus 285, like JC said, but the the win for Forrest is plus 475. Just so people know, it's actually a good number. It's almost five oh. to one. So um, why don't we why don't we take that? Yeah, I think take hear me out. Not a fan, but finger went up. Why don't we why don't we take Montreal to beat Philly at home today? Oh, let me see what that what is. What are the odds on that? If we're gonna go, let's go big. So we're gonna do a parlay. Is that what we're doing? Parlay. I mean that's oh, gonna be a guys, big, big match that Montreal game. Big upset. We did that last week. Don't do a parlay. So if we did a parlay, so Montreal t- wins in minus three, Philadelphia won't know what hit him. I like it. It's the big O. Anything can happen. Are they playing the big O this week? Oh, they have the big O. Mm-hmm. It says Saputo at- on the thing. But- oh, no. Please. Oh. No, it's going to be what? Like minus 15 on the Lakeshore? No, it's only going to be minus three on Saturday. Mm. But you never know, no. right? Oh, like that Saputo would be a, be a disaster. So, yeah. yeah, they're at the big O. So, I'm going to be on the sideline. So there's there's yeah. a question mark as to you know what what's going to happen. I think you have that, you know, kind what of you know, roll wear? of the dice. What, what shoes are you going to wear? I, well, I ain't <laughs> wearing Doc heels. Yeah, it's going to be the Doc Martens probably. But it's always also a bit of a gamble in 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 what you're going to wear. Like I remember last year when I was on a sideline again, it was Philly uh, at the Big O, way overdressed, like sweaty mm-hmm. mess. It's like cold outside, but you're in a big O, and it's like I'm boiling hot. What's happening here? Yeah. Experience. All right. So CF CF Montreal is uh, plus one fifty. So timesing that times four. So it's going to be a like a seven and a half to one if we uh, if we did that. JC, just so you know, are you doing the math right now? JC's doing the math. Craig, any uh, plus eight sixty nine. Uh, so six bucks because there's six of us. Thanks, Wonger. That's Thank amazing. Wow. Uh, Fifty four, fifty nine dollars uh, plus a dollar thirty bonus. No, no, that's including a bonus. Either way, we're looking at a good clean sixty bucks. You know, it's ten to one. <laughs> I feel like it's high risk though. No, and also it's Jimmy's lock of the week. 
Jimmy's lock of the week, but it, he sounds like he's at Craig's because he's got Craig's internet quality today. So do we trust Thank you. Jimmy's pick of the week? Right? <laughs> I don't know if I trust it. I like I like do his it, locks. Do it. I like We're going for the money. That's yeah. been placed. Pe- 60 bucks. Peppy the so- Q's pick of the week. <laughs> Coming up, it's Peppy's pick of the week. Ooh, what a stinker. <laughs> 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 Will it be true love or another stinker? Only pep. No. But it's it's St. Patrick's Day, so I feel like that bodes well for Jimmy. That should be good luck, right? So that Look it is. The North yeah. Star bats. Today, my people. The North Star bets to get rid of the snakes, and Jimmy drinking forty six beers is thirteen to one. Oh yeah, what's Guinness the over under and the amount today. of Guinness? Yeah. Consumed. Are you going to drink Guinness all day? Yeah. <laughs> can we can we have like a like a maybe like a check in like noon and then like awesome. every couple of hours you you yeah. check in with every like hour we'll have a check. Yeah. yeah okay we'll share it that's awesome Amy you said you're gonna go for a for a pint somewhere oh no I'm gonna be at home my husband's calling oh, the Laval Rocket game so I'm gonna wait for actually I'm not gonna divulge what we're gonna do because that's for your next segment. That sounded oh, awful. Okay. Nothing dirty. Okay. I'm just going to wait for him to have a pint when he gets home from calling the game. Oh, mm. Love is in the air every mm. time I look around. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Jimmy's... I have to get ahead of what I think you guys are going to do because oh, it's immediately oh, going to be in the gutter. Wait. <laughs> what did she say? I don't know. She's all over the place. <laughs> It's okay, Amy. They're both hungover and drunk. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so new segment. Thank you. That was our pick of the week's footy picks. We're enjoying it. Uh, Amy, what's your what to watch this week? New segment. Okay, well, I'll give it some context. So Ted Lasso season premiere has come out. And I've been unable to watch it. So I went to the CF Montreal launch on Tuesday, which I already mentioned. It was awesome. But even better was that I got to hang out with a couple of friends and media after. And I only got home at 2 a.m. I'm not used to this. So then the next couple of nights, like I've been in bed at like 930, trying to recover from that. So tonight, must view or like must watch is Ted Lasso season premiere with my black and tan waiting for my husband. So perhaps also there, I know we're not meant to discuss, but do you guys do that? Do you wait for significant other? Do you wait for a friend? Do you wait for somebody else to wait, to watch shows? It all depends on whether Ted's wife's coming back to him or not. Mm. Oh, it could be sad. You're, you're invested in that for us, that storyline. <laughs> well, your husband, what if he doesn't come home? Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. Could be. Right? <laughs> yeah, been been together 23 years, but it could be the night. Bags are packed. These guys should be sitting yeah. on the popcorn. Where's What's the odds on North Star bets on that one? St. Patty's Day 2023. Amy and JP. Yeah. No, that's there's a good not good it. value in that. No. <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong with Ted. Okay, so Ted Lasso for Amy. Yeah. Uh Jimmy, what do you got? What do you, what do we want to watch this week? Or watch out for? Can be anything. Below deck. It's going to be blo- below <laughs> so, deck nonstop. So predictable. Well, if it's not a match, then why not a match? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to be a little more sensitive and I'm going to be on the Janine Becky watch. Wow, look at that. Very nice. Making us all look bad. Thanks for us. Selfish people. So full of (laughs) shit. Below deck. Husband. Let me just see what's happening. I'm a liar. You won't be because you're going to be out all day with us today for St. Patrick's. (laughs) The more you're going to be sleeping in, you'll be in bed watching Premier League. Then in the afternoon, you'll call me. We'll talk for two hours. Then you'll call Wonger. You'll talk another two hours. And then you go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to watch Fuck Off. Yeah. I like that, though. Seriously. Fing- fingers crossed for Janine. Yeah. Well, I'm going to watch. Uh, things to watch for me is Monday. We've got uh, the, the Canada soccer going up against oh. the Parliament Committee again. So let's see Did- what happens there. 
And then we can, on the Friday. Hey? Did you see though for the for the hearings? Nobody's going to be in person. What? No Bontis, no Montagliani, no Montopoli, no Charmaine Char- Crooks. It's going to be Earl Cochran and board members Paul Claude Berube and Stephanie Giosit, I believe is how you pronounce her name. Not in person. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Well. That's the, we'll watch that on Monday. Yeah, that that's gonna be great to watch. And Marsh Madness is always fun. Oh yes, we're watching that. Yeah. Watched a couple of games. Yes, we're doing yesterday. all right, buddy. Are we? I love when we do all right. Oh yeah. If uh, who do you guys have to win? Well, everybody, everybody. We <laughs> okay, we did great. six. <laughs> we were saying to Starkey because he does a pool too that Craig and I are minus about minus a thousand dollars on our picks over the last twenty years. We have never come close to winning. One year we came fifth, but we were tied for fifth, so we got no money. I think if Kentucky win it, we win it. Yes. Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I'm cheering for Did Kentucky. Do you guys see Princeton? Princeton upset? Yes. Go Tigers. It's my yeah. husband's alma mater. Oh, was he was he watching it? He was yeah, and he was playing hockey there when the current head coach was his buddy. Um, he we played basketball at Princeton when JP was there, and now he's the head coach. Wow! And Princeton's Ivy League, That's right? Great. Yeah. So yeah. JP's a smart cat too. And you went to where again? You went mm-hmm. to where again, Amy? Seneca, Nebraska. Yeah. They're known for the academics, correct? <laughs> oh yeah, sixty-two <laughs> percent get you in there. Right? That's right. I got my GED. Yeah. <laughs> got your high school diploma. Yeah, yeah. University of Nebraska. Yeah, go I think Cornhuskers. You need about a ninety-six, don't you? Something like that. Yeah. No, no wonder they haven't won a game in- at Madness for since ninety-eight. Oh. Since since I coach. Yeah. Oh, is oh, that the stat? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I think it was wow. 98. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've but JP get, and uh, Diana. Sorry, Swan. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. JP and Diana Matheson have that in common. They're both oh. Princeton, Princeton Tigers. Uh, and they went to the same, they were in the same eating club. So Ivy Leaguers have these fancy clubs that they belong to, and they were in cap yeah. and gown. So you, you don't want to have the two of them in the same room together to do their whole cap and gown, cap, cap, and gown. They're very annoying. Oh my God! Smart wow. people. We have some smart people in the old football world, eh, Jimmy? Oh yeah, Ivy Walsh. <laughs> cap me down. Cap yeah. me down. That'll get you. Yeah. 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 Okay. When you hold on, when you guys me, are out drinking way. today, when you guys are out drinking today, can you just burst into cap and gown, cap, cap and gown? Just and try to get the whole bar to sing along. I think that'd be amazing. And we'll film it and we'll dedicate it to JP. Well, I, I know yes, that. Uh, yes. Does JP listen to your podcasts? Doubtful. <laughs> Doubtful. I mean, I'm on the radio a fair bit too. So if he's in the car for work, I'll get the old, hey, good hit. But right. Do you, uh, can I ask when you're time. on? You're on TSN in Montreal uh, mm-hmm. on a weekly uh, on a weekly sh- show. Do you, are you as yeah. harsh on TSN radio as you are on Footy Prime? No, not <laughs> no. not as harsh. I I mean I I, I think that a, as a former player, I think you you can be critical with without being personal. I think that's important because if you if you don't do that, you're doing the team a disservice. Yeah. Uh, that's a great way to look at it. And uh, that's how we're going to wrap up the show today. So thank you, everybody, for making it. Um, Jimmy, you're going to end up saying our, our final words, if you're okay with that. But everyone, uh, Fubo TV slash Footy Prime, get in there. All the leagues. Um, and, of course, North Star Bets to get your punters review in. Jimmy, come in and out. Oh, And Jimmy, what do you got to say? I'm going to say happy Patty's Day to everybody. Drink responsibly. Enjoy yourselves. And maybe peace be with you. Oh <laughs> That's so Catholic. That was really Catholic. <laughs> of you. My upbringing at church. It was like full peace be with you. When I was five, by the way, I turned to the pew behind me and I went, nanu, nanu. <laughs> 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 
And keep buying newspapers, everybody. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Cheers for listening. Cheers for listening. <laughs>